helping families be happy. Welcome to the Helping Families Be Happy podcast, where we explore the often messy world of family love and relationships. I am your host, Dr. Carla Marie Manley, a practicing clinical psychologist, wellness advocate, and author based in Sonoma County, California. I've teamed up with Familius Publishing to bring you nourishing real-life information about love, family, relationships, and life. And today, I am thrilled to introduce our guest, Emily Ferranto, who will be talking with us about her book, Animals Mate, a book about where babies come from. Emily, it's so good to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. So tell me a little bit about your book, Animals Mate, a book about where babies come from. And I'm going to lead with this question. Have you used this book with your children yet? Oh, well, I, I wrote this book for my children. I, um, I uh, you know, my, when, when my older son, Oscar, was maybe three, he was a very precocious very verbal, very curious child. And of course, he asked the question, as many young children do, where, you know, where babies come from. And for a long time, he was satisfied with, um, with an answer that was a little bit vague about, uh, you know, it taking a man and a woman. And then he had the piece about a sperm and an egg. But well before I was sort of ready to, you know, well before I thought he would ask, he asked how those things got together. And I realized I needed an answer. And, um, and how and I old really, was he at this time, Emily? I think he was five. Okay. I think he was, so so I, I think children ask this question when they are really young. Um, or the question is out there. But what I, real, what I realize is, I think, uh, for lack of a better term, their sex education begins, well, it's sort of like when you have a two-year-old and you realize they have been listening a long, long time. So there's a part when you have a baby and you and your partner are living your adult lives around them, and then there's a moment, I, I, I think most parents have this, where you're like, oh, oh my gosh, they're listening, you know, where you stop seeing them as this, um, you know, sort of like below the atmosphere <laughs> creature. So Absolutely, where they've been soaking it in all yeah. along, and then you have your, the realization that their little eyes and ears have been going 24-7. Yes, yes. So I wanted to be honest, um, but I wanted to be age-appropriate, I also did not want him going to school well before other parents were ready for their children to hear all the nuts and bolts. And I, I didn't want to overdo it. So, um, so it came to me that, that animals are this, um, well, first of all, we are animals. So I would be, I would be addressing this question without, um, without needing to invoke humans. And I could make it an external thing that we both can look at and talk about, and it would lay this kind of bedrock for, um, for the conversations we still have about sex. 
So he asked me, I remember he asked me, how do the sperm and egg get together? Like, like how? When we were in the car and I said, you know, I can't give this answer my full attention right now because it's traffic and, um, but, but I will, I will, I will get to it. So I did defer a little bit. I looked for a book that would, um, before I looked, before I figured out the animal piece, I looked for something that was frank and sort of scientific. Um, I was thinking about, hu- you know, human bodies. Um, but what I came across is the illustrations in children's books and many children's books on the subject are sort of bizarre. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know if I, if I can say this or this, this will sound awkward, but you know, the illustrators don't want to make the subjects of the drawings, you know, hot. You know, they don't want these to be erotic drawings. Right. And so most illustrators of these kinds of pictures go overboard to make the adults look gross. <laughs> or, or they will be, um, or there's ways of personifying, you know, the, the mic, you know, the, microbiology of it or whatever I did I didn't like what I saw and so I thought, certainly someone someone has to have written a book about you know that I can buy that has pictures of animals I couldn't find one and so I just so I my, I'm an artist so I drew some pictures and uh, I left them out in our in our living room um, and you know the gesture seemed casual but really it was about these, this is normal. We can, this is, this isn't in the open thing. This isn't a, you know, we go, you know, we close the door and we have this serious conversation. This, uh, oh, what's going on in these pictures? Those animals are mating. Do you know what mating is? Oh, I'll tell you what mating is. It's this. And it was so easy. That conversation went so well based on, I think I had drawn, um, who had I drawn first? I would have to look back through the illustrations. I, I, I continued, obviously. Uh, with all the, I, I have, have, <laughs> sorry, I have the book in front of me, so I'm able to, to help you out here. We have beautiful um, ladybugs. We have giraffes. We have, would I, excuse me, maybe lizards, sheep, mm-hmm. hedgehogs, <laughs> beluga whales. We have, um, maybe those are anteaters. Were those anteaters? Um, which I, one, let me think there mm, there are i'm i'm scroll i'm looking at it what are the ones that have the hard shells or part oh yeah um, armadillo armadillos that's those yes, are armadillos I the armadillo. and <laughs> elephants and snakes and frogs and again there i love the seahorses the koala bears the monkeys the chipmunks um, i'm giving this all away to readers <laughs> uh, to love bugs to snails to turtles um, these look like beetles they're rhino beetles. Yeah, rhino they're, they're, beetles. they're my favorites, I think. And you did such a beautiful job because they're so realistic. They're realistic, they're accurate, but they don't feel clinical, nor do they feel, as you said, a little odd as though what, are, what, what is happening here, it's artificial. And I think that's one of the, the, the book is so simple and elegant. Well, thank you. It, it's supposed to be a prompt. So it's not a full lesson of human anatomy. Obviously, there aren't any humans in it, but it's almost like a script. The, the text is actually based on that first conversation I had with Oscar, 
when I said, do you know what mating is? And he said, no. And I said, do you know? And basically the script was my answer to him. And in that conversation and in the book, it says, you know, I, I would have to go back and look for the exact page, but it says, you know, humans also do this, you know, but, but then it steers like, then it's, it steers back to the animals so that they're before, you know, when I first drew those pictures, I wung it, or is it winged it? I winged it or <laughs> wung it. <laughs> Whatever the past tense of winging it is, I did that. You were able and to it, wing it. There you go. I was Let's just able to wing that. it. <laughs> and and it was it was so it was so easy. He said, Oh, and then he said to me, Are you I've oh and you know what I told him, I said, I'm I'm thinking about writing a book. And so I have been making these drawings. And, and actually, I was hardly thinking about writing the book, but I, I you know, I had obviously, I had started once I made these, but really it was, um, the book was not the point. And he says, you know, I, I told him the whole thing and he said, oh, okay, are you going to publish the book? And I was like, so then we were talking about publishing and the whole cat getting out of the bag thing was done. And it was the easiest the, I, I just, you know, it's not often as a parent, you feel like you nailed it. And I figure I, I like, I told him, you know, cause basically, I don't know how graphic we get here, but penetration is the thing that's really hard, you know, because it's, it's so sensitive. It's, you know, in the human, you know, it's, it's such a, you know, human sexuality is really yes. complicated. Yes. yes. And so even as a parent, it's like thinking about answering that question, honestly, how does, how does the sperm get there? It, it's like, you don't want to touch that. You know, it's just sort of intuitively like, ah, but intuitively you want to be truthful. So being able to honestly address, you know, penetration, but of course, you know, with animals, everything is okay with animals. Everything is natural. Everything is... Um, acceptable everything is external and the child isn't you know so many parents I, I surveyed after this I surveyed a lot of friends you know they told me I would watch their faces change and they'd be like oh yeah my mom came in my room and then they tell this story about how they're you know a lot of parents would say like well your you know your dad and I loved each other very much so then they're bringing in love that's very complicated um or, you know, when people grow up and they get married, well, not everybody gets married before. You know, it's like, it's, we, we shovel all of these complexities into these early conversations. If we do want to be honest, other people say, you know, they came from the cabbage patch, which was not an option for me. So in a way, it's, it allows us to get the anatomy, get the fact, get the science, very gently just lay that in front of them to to work with as they want. We still go back to animal behavior. When we're talking about flirting, competition, Absolutely. it's the groundwork. Mm -hmm. you know, my son is now 12 and we, we still, when I, especially when I feel like I'm getting into some deep water, I kind of go back and think, well, you know, there's, there's, there's the science of it and then there's the psychology of it. Let me, let me ground myself by saying, well, you know, there, we have instincts, we have, you know, there are pheromones, like anything, you know, and then we can get into, and this is how we feel, and this is what we believe, you know, but first, 
let's talk about how the sperm gets there <laughs> and let's not use humans. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and I love that you were able to pull it away from the complexity of humans and take it to, you know, a different level where children can, it's not so charged for the parents. So when the parents aren't as charged, aren't as anxious about it, and they're able to have that bit of distance and objectivity and say, oh, you know, it's, it is the rhinoceros beetle or it is the koala bear, then the parent will be more relaxed. And that's what one of the parts that I really love about the book. The illustrations are lovely. But as you said earlier, the way that the language is presented um, is an invitation for age-appropriate discussion as the child opens the book up at different, at different stages. You can go into it as deeply as is warranted for, that, for the child's questions. Yes. Yeah, and I just have you. to read this one part of your book that I love at the end. It's a note to parents. And there are just two paragraphs I'm going to quickly, quickly um, mention because they're so beautiful. One is, is very short, but it goes like this. This book aims to serve as the opening of a dialogue and the setting of a tone. It can be a catalyst for healthy conversation, honest answers, and can help children learn these most basic facts prior to becoming self-conscious about asking. I hope your child, like mine, will continue to come to you with questions and your shared knowledge rooted in nature will make answering more complicated questions that touch on culture and morality easier to answer according to your family's values. This book aims to advocate for the most important family value. I am here for you ask me. And I just love that that is the finishing note of the book because it is so powerful. And I think it really captures the essence of your book very well, the reason that you wrote it uh, and how it's presented. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for reading that. I, I haven't looked at that in a long time and um, it returns me to, to that point. Helps to hear it. It still helps to hear it, you know. Um, yes, because it is the essence of the book. It just captures it in the, the your note to parents, which is, you know, at the end. And, and it makes something that we can, because we put so much of our own emotions into topics about sex, we put so much emotion, intergenerational family history, all of this into this big discussion, when the child may simply, depending upon their age, may simply want to know, you know, where did a baby come from? Oh, it came from yeah. the mommy. <laughs> yeah, and maybe that's yeah. enough for that stage. So I think it's lovely the way you present it. Now, Emily, what are a few of the key points we haven't talked about that you'd like readers to take away from your book? Well, um, I think, I mean, really the book is there, there aren't many points in the book actually it's almost space giving so unlike i mean i don't know if that's a that's a cowardly way to answer the question but um but but i actually think it's 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 basically trying to create a space a space into which the un the un um the unrehearsed thing can happen so it's it's a prop. It's um, to me the object of the book is important. It was really important for me 
to make something, you know, beautiful enough to be on your coffee table. You know, I, I would not, um, I wanted it to be something that could be just around, you know, and, and pulled off the shelf when it's needed or when the child got curious enough about it, they would ask what was going on in this book. Um, and so this, the book, there's lots of, well, there's white space, but there's also these sort of muted, muted pastel spaces. That space is like, is like the big breath you take while you're thinking of how to answer something complicated for your child. So mm. there's a point, a point is, is space. And, um, and I think that that response is actually the opposite of being cowardly. I think it's really courageous to be able to allow yourself to formulate the answer that comes to you intuitively. You know, you take that space, then you formulate whatever wants to come out in that moment. And I, you know, something you'd sent me a little earlier said that, and I love this, this is, I'm quoting you, by the way, not talking is still sending a message and I think that that is a really beautiful piece that you sent to me because it does it's about what you're it's exactly what you're saying by creating that space just looking at the visuals just being able to be there and open and as you said I am here for you ask me that and all that space that creates says so much well, thank you thank you I, I, for, I forgot I wrote that too um, <laughs> I think you've done a most beautiful job with this book, and I think parents all over will find it a beautiful way to introduce their children to the idea of reproduction, of sexuality, um, in a really easy, gentle um, way that is free of anxiety and just, hey, this is life. So I thank you so much, Emily, for joining us today. It has been such a pleasure. Can you tell our guests where they can find you? EmilyFerranto.com is a website that sort of summarizes me. The book is, you know, a lot of places where you would buy books, big and small. Okay, so <laughs> let me spell Emily's name for you. It's E-M-I-L-Y. Ferranto is F as in Frank, F-A-R-R-A-N-T-O. So that's Emily Ferranto, who has been talking with us about her wonderful book, Animals Mate, a book about where babies come from. And so as we conclude today's podcast, I'd like to thank Familius Publishing for their support in bringing this amazing podcast to your ears and your heart. We would be thrilled if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes and social media. And when you're ready for that next amazing book adventure, would be honored if you'd choose a book from Familius Publishing, such as the lovely book we discussed today. One step at a time, we can make the world a happier place. Thanks for sharing your time with me, Dr. Carla Marie Manley. It's been a joy and a true pleasure. Be well and shine as only you can do.